Hands in Sky here on 97.5, 1280 the show. You realize you yelled that, but you're at the warehouse. <laughs> the acoustics here, the sound travels a little louder than yeah, it probably should. Pretty much spread out throughout the entire warehouse. All 20 some odd thousand feet in here. Like, they all heard you. Whoops. Saw one person who was half asleep on a bed over here, like, sat up. Like, what did he just say? Holy cow. You must not like him. That was aggressive. <laughs> hey, dude, uh, Craig Bullerjack's going to join us here in just a second. We'll talk about this San Antonio Spurs game. So I sent out a tweet about 3 o'clock high, and you had not seen it. Oh, yeah. I've never uh, I've never heard of this movie. You hadn't even heard of it. I haven't it. even heard of it. It was filmed at Ogden High School, and, it, and the, the reason I knew that, I'd watched this movie at least – 20 times Italy I mean if I had to go minimum it'd be 20 but it better guess it'd be 30 40 I think Lloyd's heard of it yeah Lloyd's an 80s movie nut I would assume he's heard Johnny of it. have you heard of a movie called three o'clock high yes yeah wow um, where was I? I watched I watched so many movies back then it was, I don't have any recollection of this it was filmed at Ogden High School and I sent out a tweet yesterday because I, I caught I don't know maybe 30 40 minutes of it somewhere around 10 30 11 o'clock last night or something and i sent out a tweet and i bet you i've had eight or ten people respond saying that they're in the movie that they were a <laughs> that they were a high schooler at the time they were or an extra and they were an extra so they were getting paid 40 dollars a day and they got to miss school if they were extra in this movie wow and they were paying if you were a senior and you drove a car they would pay you 40 dollars to leave your car in the parking lot so all the vehicles that are in the parking lot during this epic fight scene are all Ogden High School students from 1987, I think, is when the movie was released. So it would have been 1986 when it was being made. I did go back and, and read up on the movie a little bit, and I read kind of the synopsis of the movie. It sounds delightful. <laughs> I can tell you're not interested. <laughs> all right, joining us now, the great Craig Bullerjack, fresh off the call of today's game. Not very often, Bowler, do we get to talk to you immediately following uh, calling a game. 11 a.m. basketball, that's, that, that, that's, a, that's a new one for you, right? Yeah, and I don't remember talking to you two at 5, 11 in the afternoon. Or I know, right? Either. Right, right? You know, know, by the way, Hans, I wanted to just mention I was an extra in that movie back in 86. Uh, are, you being, are you being serious? I'm kidding you. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, you went. You were just about took a whole another step in my books, oh, brother. I mean, look, no, you're already up there. No. But no, have man, you even I, heard uh, of that movie? A movie called no, Three O'clock only, High. No, I know of Twelve O'clock High with Gregory Peck, one of the great, uh, you know, World War II movies. But no, not Three O'clock High. Uh, I guess that does that mean like there was a fist fight at the at the flagpole at three? That's exactly what it is, Bowler. The I'll big bully and the gone. and the geek. I'll be. Yeah, there was that's about all you need to know about that movie. Bowl at three o'clock. Yeah, I'll meet you there. Yeah, I heard that line a few times in junior high school. The ninth grader trying to beat up the Sevy. Oh boy. Well, that was you talking to little Jimmy, right? <laughs> yeah, little Jimmy. We had to go protect little Jimmy. <laughs> Bowler, how many oh, yeah, fist fights have you been in in your life? I mean, outside of the football field or or on a competitive court, have you ever been in a good old fashioned? Oh yeah, yeah, Donny two, Book? two, two. One in uh, grade school and one in college. Whoa, yeah. Ooh, let's hear about college. the one in college. Yeah, that that one got our interest. 
Uh, well, look, this was not a, really one of the highest moments of my life, but uh, I had a, had a, you know, was in a fraternity. I had this other fraternity guy and the group of guys that were uh, really kind of being a little abusive to two of my two of my uh, friends that were a year younger than I, and I just happened to walk around the corner and made a few statements. And the next thing I know, he threw a right hand. Uh, hit me in the cheek, cut me, and then I went off. And my dad, I'm not, look, I'm not uh, a proponent of any type of violence here, guys. But when someone hits you, I, you know, you get protected. My dad in the military taught me how to box. So I learned really quick uh, when that happened, I was still upright. So I went with a couple of combinations and then the overhand, and that's, <laughs> kind of was the end of the fight and i turn was out the lights the party's over <laughs> and i he was not and you know nothing to be proud of look it was one of those situations where cooler heads and probably one or two less uh beverages uh would would have come into play here but i just happened to walk into it i did not really try to try to make this thing happen but uh he was looking for trouble I guess I just happened to step in and said, leave these guys alone and had a few words. And the next thing you know, this didn't last long. Uh, I did think, though, during the the uh, the encounter that we were going to fall through the plate glass window of the Hardee's uh, hamburger uh, <laughs> place in Manhattan where we happened to be. I thought I felt uh, the glass flex and then kind of flex back out. But I thought, man, what if we went through that? That'd been nasty. But we did not. But no, yeah, it's can you, I'm not proud of, but I had to protect myself, right? Can you imagine the, the story that this guy is telling? You see this dent in my face and this tooth that's missing? <laughs> the voice of the jazz did this to me. Like, I oh, guarantee no. you, he wears it like a badge uh, of honor now. Uh, I tell you, it was uh, not a fun evening. Uh, I wish it hadn't happened, but you know what? I just It just was there. It just happened. It, and, it, and it happened so quickly. Uh, that's the one thing. Stand up for the little guy. I love it. Yeah, then you, wouldn't then expect you had anything. The threats, then you had the threats, you know, that came later over the phone. People would hang up. And I had a, another buddy of mine who said, I'm going to walk you around campus for a couple of days. I said, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he looked like Rocky, by the way, too, the way he was built, man. Unbelievable. Uh, it was it was crazy. But, hey. Uh, but, yeah, it's. Uh, I think everybody's got a little fist fight story in their lives. It just kind of happens. But I'm scared about him now because – Fist fights don't really happen much. It's usually something that, you know, is much higher level, which is dangerous. And uh, so I would try to stay away from that if I yep. was giving advice. So uh, not only early morning basketball, but an interesting starting lineup. No Conley, no Rudy, no uh, Donovan. Uh, and, and for the most part, I thought those guys, especially there in the fourth quarter, cut that lead to six. I thought the uh, I thought the youngsters, you know, competed against the San Antonio team that's playing for their lives. I would agree totally. I was uh, really proud and pleasantly surprised of the effort, you know, of, of all those guys. I hope they felt the same way. Uh, we it's really the most extended minutes that that group has ever played together. And Mieoni, I think, caught a lot of people's eyes. I think we know how physical uh, Jarrell Brantley. Uh, I thought he put the body in and really made it difficult for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, most of the minutes he was on the floor. Rajon Tucker, uh, he could be an outside linebacker or a strong safety in, in football if he wanted to. I mean, it was a very physical, athletic team on the floor. And uh, I thought there were some really good moments. 
you know, I'm not sure what the status is of uh, – I haven't been privy to that yet. As soon as I'm done, I'm going to start working on the 130 game tomorrow uh, with the Denver Nuggets. These are a lot of early morning, early afternoon games, so they come fast and furious, especially on a back-to-back. So Rudy, I'm guessing, plays because he rested. That was the official word on, on Rudy. Then the other three, Royce, uh, Donovan, and Mike, had some strains and sprains. So hopefully uh, soreness. Uh, hopefully we'll see them all back tomorrow, but – I haven't seen – I've not seen the injury update uh, yet from the Utah Jazz unless you have, unless one of you have. I have not. Yeah, I haven't, Scotty. I don't think you have either. No, yeah. I have not. Buller, one thing that I was pretty pleasantly surprised by was seeing Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson hit so at ease from the perimeter. It was nice to see them boost those perimeter numbers and find a little more confidence. Clarkson 4 of 9 from 3 and Ingles 4 of 6 combined eight of 15 for those two it was pretty nice to see that yeah it's a carryover i think hands from the memphis game you know clarkson i think still is a little frustrated sometimes in his post game he said he still plays a little bit fast but that's just who he is i mean he controls the dribble as good as anybody in the league and and, and he's always looking for an angle to slip and slide inside or to dish the ball and you know he's he's fun to watch high volume shooter and when he's on it's a good thing. Uh, I think he was trying to get, you know, other teammates involved today somewhat, which is good. Joe seems to be right back where he was. It took a while. But, you know, when he has the ball uh, hands and Scotty in his hands, he seems very comfortable, doesn't he? I, I just seems like, you know, if he's running the show, he sees the floor, he actually can – the tempo comes to him. If he slows it down, then he lulls his defender to sleep and then pulls the trigger on a three. I mean, that's Joe Ingles basketball, right? And um, still really good with the pass. I mean, leads the team in assists at five-plus. But I think the way Joe goes, in many ways, the Jazz go. And I think when he hits a three, it seems like everybody follows. So hopefully this three-point, you know, uh, barrage continues because that's the way you win in this league. It's at the rim and behind the three-point line. And the numbers were really, I mean, I mean, I think everybody was shaking their head like, what happened? I don't think you forget how to shoot, but it sure looked like it during the first three games. The last two, obviously, they have, uh, they've upped their game. Craig Buller, Jack, joining us here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Um, when you look across the, uh, the landscape of the NBA, uh, I think Denver's struggling quite a bit, but you see a team like Portland that's coming out of nowhere, and you see uh, – uh, they seemed, you know, Memphis was a team that we thought would be interesting to see how they handled themselves, and now they've gone backwards. Is there any team or any player that has surprised you with how well they've played or, conversely, how poorly they've played in the first four or five games of this thing? Well, Phoenix would be another team that surprised a lot of folks yep. trying to push, too. But, you know, Lillard, the one, I mean, the way that he approaches playing is one that I think, you know, would be tremendous uh, to be around because what did, what did he say in the beginning? Uh, look, if we can't have a chance to compete and get into the playoffs, then look, forget it. So the league listened and actually put those teams in the West to compete for that eighth spot. And you know what? They may just pull it off. In fact, I'm almost expecting Portland to oust Memphis and Phoenix could be right behind. I don't think Dallas will be knocked off at the eighth spot is definitely up for grab, but 
Uh, I, I think the way that just the Blazers have approached it with purpose and determination, they have a maybe a chip on their shoulder and a real reason to be there in the bubble. And that, that can be the motivator you need, right, to, to, to move up and maybe be a player in the playoffs. Look, you're going to have to most likely play LeBron and the Lakers, but so be it, right? I mean, that's okay. But at least you're, you're in and you've proven, I think, to the league that you belong. And that's probably for Damian the most important thing. Um, you know, there's been ups and downs, you know, injuries. Uh, Le- I think LeBron's still kind of struggling with a, with a groin strain, and he looked a little slow against the Jazz. But, hey, 35, a lot of miles on those legs, and I think he's just trying to pace himself. Uh, the Clippers I haven't seen much of. Honestly, Denver I'm excited to see with Jokic, who's basically could be a triple-double threat every time he jumps on the floor. He's that good with uh, passing the ball and rebounding. So uh, hopefully the Jazz will be at full strength with some help from the bench tomorrow. And uh, I still think the three ball is going to be uh, the deciding factor on how the Jazz play this thing out. You're starting to get your new broadcast legs under you a little bit, Bowler, this, <laughs> with this new style. How's that feeling? Yeah. Sounds good. You know, yeah, it's it's feeling better. You know, I, I'm still one to say, I would, you know, I, I, I love the fans. I, I like the energy. I like the interaction. Um you know, and, and just to see the virtual fans, there's some interesting people that you see there having a good time. And that's really what it's truly about right now is to keep the fans engaged. And the league's done, I think, a great job. I'm not blowing smoke, guys. I believe this with all my heart, what I've been through, and the sense of listening uh, to, you know, uh, their conference calls through Zoom, all the um, work that's gone through with the producers to make it work is beyond me. I mean, there's a lot of new innovation uh, with cameras uh, and with angles and with audio. I still, you know, you still, I don't know if you really feel like we're still in the building or right there with the players, but they're trying to, you know, bring some sounds of the game to the fans. And I'm, you know, I'm glad to see the league actually finding success in this incredible undertaking. I mean, the bubble's holding uh, and, uh, I hope it stays that way because it's uh, it's great to be back. Uh, it's easy when the Jazz win, and I think tomorrow is obviously a big game to see if they can, uh, you know, stay at four. Uh, it's crowded there, by the way, with OKC and the Houston Rockets and the Jazz, and it's just one game is going to tilt it one way or the other. I don't know the way you know Denver's had some ups and downs. It may not be a bad idea if Denver can hold on to that three. If you slip down to six and play Denver in the first round, I'd rather see them than Oklahoma City. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see the Rockets either. If the Rockets move up to three and the Jazz drop, it could be a Rockets-Jazz yep. matchup. But, you know, it's, it's, there's still, um, you know, we're in the second half of the eight seeding games, and a lot of things can happen between now and then. But, you know, so far there's been some good ball. I think I think teams are becoming, hitting their stride much better, becoming more comfortable in that so-called bubble. Uh, I can't imagine 30-plus days in it already, guys, and, like I've said, the, the two teams standing at the end, you know, give them a standing O and a medal because uh, it, I think mentally now you're going to start seeing more and more of uh, just what it takes to survive in there. Uh, granted, they're in a nice, you know, luxury hotel, but still the mental strife I think anybody uh, feels when they're away from family is difficult, and these guys are no different. Bowler, do you believe teams are in there trying to position, maybe lose a couple to get a certain matchup or uh, sitting a couple of guys to maybe fall down? Or, or do you believe that this was for rest? Do you believe that these teams that are 
are resting guys are just for rest, or do you think teams are trying to position? You know what, Hans? I don't think there's any difference of what teams are doing now than what they would do in the final 10 or 12 of what would have been nor- the norm, you know, what we were used to, because this was always the argument and the situation that, that the owners and the players association discussed and the networks because they wanted the best you know star players on those nights when there was prime time you know tnt espn abc i get that because the fans want to see the best play but at the same time look uh there's reasons why uh the rest occurs and i don't know if i understand it as much now but because of the bubble and because of the time off, but also you're still playing a lot of basketball. You know, for the Jazz, you know, this is going to be, what, game three and four days. Uh, so it, it's a it's a tough run but because they play again on Monday uh, against Dallas. So, you know, I, I think teams have a plan, and uh, that's the way it's going to be unless something else, you know, from the league mandates it not to be that way. Um, so, you know, hands, it's a, it's a cloudy – I think discussion, I think fans get upset when they can't see their, their guys, the people they want, you know, the players they want to see play. But uh, I think this would be happening if we were actually in the regular season with 20,000 in the arena. It'd still be the same scenario, trying to find a way to be at their absolute best when they hit the floor for the playoffs on the 17th. Well, hey, we certainly appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us, and uh, great call today, and uh, have another one tomorrow, okay? Hey, guys, I appreciate you. And uh, and if I get my hands on that 3 o'clock high, I'll give you a review. All right, man, I'd love to hear back from you on that. I I think you'll like it. Got to find it. We'll just uh, put it up on your big screen at your house, right? All right, yeah, come on over. We'll watch that. It'll remind you of your college (laughs) days, Buller. Uh, uh Uh-oh, okay. (laughs) Hey, guys, be be safe and thanks. See you soon. You got it. There you go. Craig Bullerjack right here on the Zone Sports Network. Great call of today's game and uh, the big one coming tomorrow for the Jazz. Yeah, it is a big one. Excited for the Dallas game. I'm just I'm excited to get the postseason too. See what this Jazz team does when they really hunker down, focus all their attention into it. Because I, I still feel like everything we've seen through these first five games, Jazz two and three right now, everything we've seen through these first five, there's there's been a lot of tinkering. I don't know if we've seen the exact formula and the exact push that we'll see in the first round of the playoffs. And that's the right thing to do yeah. in this eight-game finish to the regular season. Yeah. Tinker a little bit. <clears throat> see who's doing what. See who's got the hot hand. See who's more focused. See who came back ready, healthy and ready. <clears throat> and I think Quinn's done a good job of trying to figure out what this team looks like. I actually think they obviously they'd be better than two and five. They could have beat San Antonio today I agree if they that. really wanted. Yeah. So there's a lot of tinkering going on, and I still don't know exactly what Jazz team we're going to see when they open up game one of the first series of the 2020 playoffs. Nope. There we go. Hold on. There we go. As long as it's not Houston, I think we have a chance. Yeah. There you go. I think mentally they are owned by the Rockets. Tom hanging out with us here. We're live at the warehouse. And, uh, yeah, you know what? Oklahoma City creates problems. Houston creates problems. I wouldn't mind seeing Denver, though. I wouldn't mind Denver. I wouldn't mind the Clippers. Yeah. Really? Candidly. If we can get to the second round and it's the Clippers, I think we have a chance. I like it. I like it. Well, I tell you what, uh, you've just been handing out incredible savings today. 
and saving people all kinds of money. I mean, some of the prices you've thrown out here today has just been ridiculous, Tom. How about we go to the past the conference finals right to the finals? Oh, let's I like do it. it. Let's do it. We have adjustable beds at Utah's low. In fact, they're the best prices in the country. Uh, we're going to sell you a queen adjustable bed. That's a motorized adjustable frame. You don't need to buy a box spring. You don't need to buy a frame. It is your entire bed with a gel-infused memory foam mattress for $599. If you need a spare bedroom mattress because you have family coming, go shop elsewhere and look at the cheap queens, uh, the famous brand stuff. Let's call it an S brand. Yeah. They start at 599 uh, there's a billboard in town. You've seen it, three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. That mattress, I sell for two hundred and fifty bucks. So if you need a mattress, but you're gonna want a mattress that's decent, you're gonna spend five ninety nine to a thousand bucks for a queen. Why not put an adjustable bed in it? If you're doing homework in bed, which a lot of people now are working from their bed. Yeah. On elevate the laptop, that, elevate that head and shoulder. Raise your head up and you just sit there in bed. How nice is that? Watching TV. You see all that? the funny commercials where, yeah, I'm at work and now they're at home in their pajamas. Why not be in your adjustable bed? Why not escape from the kids and do your office in your bed with an adjustable bed? $599 for a queen. But not only that, whatever you need, come and see us. We are one of the oldest Ashley dealers in Utah. An Ashley store, which we are next to in Salt Lake, and the new Salt Lake store is right next door to Ashley. We just happen to be right next door to the Ashley Home Store here in Orem. We're one of the oldest Ashley dealers in Utah, and typically we are 10 to 40% cheaper for the exact same thing. So if you're looking for anything this weekend... Come and see us, uh, University Parkway, 86 East, University Parkway, Norm. The new store is 1825 East in Salt Lake. We are not completely set up, but we want to do a soft opening. Anybody looking for an adjustable bed, you come in tomorrow, you're going to be blown away. You know what I've noticed? Most of the people that have come through the doors have left with a purchase. Because they come in and they see, oh my gosh, it really is incredible quality and Tom's not kidding, man. These prices are unbelievable. We've sold a couple adjustable beds while you've been here today. Yeah, I've seen them come yeah. in and, and leaving with them, and they're excited because they're not waiting 12 weeks for shipment. They're, it's crazy. They're going home with it. It's crazy. Good for them. Come well, and see us. Well, and the great thing, too, and we mentioned this, you know, people have come in that have, you know, made $2,500, you know, $3,000 purchases, and then, you know, a couple of kids that come, you know, I call them kids, you know, you know, married college couples, kids, college yeah. kids that you can tell, you know, don't have a couple of nickels mm-hmm. to rub together, but but they, they need a bed, and you've got them taken care of as well. We do. You know, whatever end of the spectrum you're looking for, you got we it do. squared away. We do. Um, we we had this deal, and I called it the Hans special. And I'm gonna I'm gonna is that the one with the snuggle zone? That that's the nicest adjustable <laughs> bed in our industry for thirty five hundred bucks instead of twelve grand. But how about we do? That S brand mattress. Okay. It's a California King. It's normally fifteen hundred bucks. I was doing it with a, a Cal King bed. Uh-huh. I'll do it with a Cal King bed. An S brand mattress. The mattress is fifteen hundred bucks. It's a Liggett and Platt bed. I'm going to do that upholstered 
wrought iron combination right there. Yeah, it's marked two ninety nine for the bed. At our competitors up the street, the big boys, it's five hundred ninety nine dollars wow. for this bed. Huh. So you're talking twenty two hundred bucks. That includes no box spring. I'm going to give you a bunky board with the bed, the entire package, four ninety nine. That's a gr- well, that's with the mattress and mattress, headboard, footboard, rails for a cow king and a low profile box spring. For four ninety nine. Boom. Wow. Cal Cal King. California King. Jeez. For four ninety nine, the whole set. Boom. Okay. Boom indeed. I hope somebody comes and really takes advantage of that. I, every I, time a, I've done it. Every time I've done it, we sell two or three today. Well, tomorrow. we need to because you're not going to see that again. Eighty six East University Parkway, Hands and Scotty. It's the warehouse, the old um, Toys R Us building. Real easy to find. Come by and say hi. Ninety seven five twelve eighty the zone. <laughs> Hans and Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hey, by the way, you'll like this. Um, in, in a day and age where everybody's, you know, kind of hurting for money a little bit. Yeah. You know, we're all a little concerned. Kevin Durant earned a $1 million bonus today because Brooklyn just clinched a playoff spot. <laughs> so even though. Good Kevin, for him. He even, needed that. Even though Kevin Durant has uh, not played a second this year, either in the first part of the season or. Or into the uh, the bubble, uh, he will get a one million dollar bonus because the Nets got in the playoffs. It's always nice to see good things happen to people that don't deserve it. Exactly, it's really exactly. nice. You know, he's been it's been a rough go for him. Yeah, he he deserves some good things to go his way. And he's been so good, you know, in in the time the, the downtime that he's had, he's been yeah. so good to everybody else. Just calm, cool, <laughs> yeah. collect, played supportive. it all quiet. All right, time to talk a little golf. Brian Taylor from Real Golf Radio, kind enough to join us here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. BT, how are you? What's up, BT? Hey, boys. How are you, man? Uh, just slumming it here on the uh, on the big show, man. Slum- just, yeah, just... I know. What, what happened here? The little roll, rever- roll reversal or what? Yeah, they were, uh, you know, Jake had all the uh, jazz obligations. So he, with the 11 a.m. start and the 10 a.m. pregame show, it just kind of fell right into our show, so we said, hey, let's just, look, we'll do your show, you do jazz, we'll call it good. I thought maybe you guys would take a Friday and go play golf. <laughs> hey, Jake, you got double duty, man. Business calls. <laughs> we, we, it was considered. That's... I'm not going to say that didn't cross our mind. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, this whole PGA Championship thing couldn't be going worse for Scotty and I because Brooks Kepka's doing extremely well, and he's not one of our golfers. Xander Schauffele is currently T6. He's not one of our golfers. It just seems like uh, everybody Lloyd picked is doing well. What what are you seeing out there, BT? How's the course playing, and which guys are, are having the most success right now? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. The, the, you think you're bad at picking them. I don't think there's very many people that picked Hao Tong Lee. Uh, let, let me just put it this way for you. In his last six rounds, Hao Tong Lee is 17 over par, and then he going into the PGA Championship – and then he comes out and fires 67-65. I mean, that, that's golf, right? I mean, these guys are all capable, certainly, of playing good golf and shooting good scores. But, I mean, how do you see that kind of thing coming? And then you got Justin Thomas, 
who's on top of the world, wins the WGC last week, has been playing really well, and he's struggling, grinding to, you know, right on the cut line at the moment. So it's a, it's a funny game. And, and then there's Brooks. And, you know, I mean, a guy that just steps up when the majors come around, he just gets a different uh, feel about him or something. And, uh, you know, he's able to go out and, and kick it into another gear and feels completely comfortable in, in the ratcheted up pressure. In fact, maybe more comfortable than regular tour events. And there he is in contention looking to do something we haven't seen at a PGA championship in almost a hundred years. So it's uh, it's some pretty good storylines out there, but I, you know, I love to see guys, you know, like Cameron champ, who went low today, six under par. I mean, th- th- there's a kid that's got all kinds of talent. He's been under the radar for a little while and, and struggling with his game. He's gotten it back. We talked about Brendan Todd struggling with his game. He's, he's playing well. Uh, Xander Shoffley, is one of the many pre-tournament favorites. Paul Casey, we haven't talked much about, and Tommy Fleetwood, a couple of uh, uh, players from uh, England that you know probably look forward to some of that cool weather by the bay. But I'll tell you, there's some great storylines, a really good-looking leaderboard heading into the weekend, and we're not quite done with the second round. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Tommy Fleetwood a little bit. He's 86th on the money list, uh, you know, and so it, it, you know he's had a decent year, but isn't really torn it up too much. What? Tell us a little bit about him and and, uh, and and who he is as a golfer because he's he's in a pretty good position right now. Yeah, Tommy's a great player. I mean, you know, he, he kind of cut his teeth on Ryder Cup play, and then we'll remember him at the U.S. Open battling Brooks Kepka, yeah. you know, out at uh, Shinnecock a, a couple of years ago. And, you know, he's he's just fiery. He's just he's, – he's one of those guys that has a lot of game – Kind of, kind of punches above his weight a little bit, if you will. Um, I mean, the guy's a, he, he's a he's a player, and and one that I think a lot of people have expected will will jump up and, and start to win majors. He's 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 at that level. He's a, he's an upper level echelon player on the PGA Tour, and and spends a lot of time uh, on the European Tour as well. He has been one that's chosen to stay mostly over in Europe and and not. Um, you know, not come over to the U.S. He took some time to come back, and, and he's finally come back. He's played the last few weeks and just kind of getting his game back about him, and here he is battling it out for the Wanamaker Trophy. So uh, a good, really good ball striker, as they say in the game, and, uh, you know, obviously can get hot with the putter. What's what's the cut line going to be, you think, BT? It's kind of hanging at plus one right now, which is probably where it's going to be. I think there's about eight or nine guys that are still out on the golf course at plus one, so unlikely that it's going to move, and, and that puts some interesting guys in, in position, right? I mean, you look at <clears throat> excuse me, you look at Phil Mickelson. I think he's sitting right there on the cut line, and um, Justin Thomas, as I mentioned, is battling right there on the cut line. Uh, those are some guys uh, just outside the cut line. You've, you know, you've got Patrick Cantlay, who was a lot of guys were, were looking uh, as, as maybe a contender, and he's still got a couple of holes to make some, some birdies out there. But, yeah, it's looking, it's looking like probably plus one. Tony Finau is uh, minus one on the day. Uh, he still has a few more holes to be played. Uh, he certainly has put himself in a nice position to make a run on Saturday. He's there, you know. Gosh, Tony's uh, he is he's, he's he was there yesterday too. He had a good round. He he just he you know his stats. Let me just pull those up uh, real quickly. But um, you know, lo- looking at, at Tony's stats. He, he was 11th in distance, 308. He had five of 14 fairways. That's that's 132nd in the field yesterday. So obviously struggling with control a little bit off the tee, and and you can you know this golf course will make you pay even for someone as strong as Tony. But he still figured out how to find eight, 15 of 18 greens. That was first uh, in the field, tied for first out there in round number one, and he was fifth in proximity to the hole. So he was hitting at 29 feet from the hole. 
Um, he just he, – his – He's number one in strokes gain approach, number two in, in strokes gain tee to green, but then the putting was 94. So I think the story continues for Tony he, that he obviously has the talent, he has the game, he has the ball striking. He just has to put it together and make the putts and capitalize when he gives himself opportunities there on the greens. And, you know, we just saw him make one. Uh, actually, he just had kind of short-sighted himself. He was in the deep rough, barely got it back to the fringe, and was able to roll in about a 20-footer to save par. Those are the kind of things that can really keep a, at this stage of the championship can keep his momentum going so he's not dropping shots, and hopefully he'll capitalize seeing the ball go in the hole there. What are the chances Tiger Woods makes up eight strokes and and gets back in this and wins? <laughs> did you pick Tiger? I did. Yeah, I did. Well, it's tough. To, it's tough not to pick him, right? I mean, I the only challenge coming in this week is we just hadn't seen him play a lot of competitive golf. The good news is is that the temperature's warming up a little bit. Uh, he's un, unlayered a few few layers. Uh, he's talked about having to keep the core warm, you know, out there in the cooler San Francisco weather. He seems to be swinging it well. Um, you know, he's missed a couple of putts and, you know, a, a couple of shots that, that have been a little untiger-like, and maybe there's a little rust there. But I would never go out and say Tiger can't make up eight shots on the weekend and win a, a major championship. I mean, the guy is pretty darn good. But the one knock against him, I suppose, is, you know, he hasn't exactly had a knack for coming from behind in majors. Typically, he gets out there in the front or near the front and, and then closes the, the door on Sunday. So, uh, we'll we'll see. I'm not sure this is going to be his week, but you know, every time he tees up in these things, we'll be looking to see if major number 16 is going to happen and w- historic win number 83 out on tour. So uh, Tiger's still fun to watch, and uh, here's hoping he's got a lot of good years left in him. Always a pleasure, BT man. We appreciate it, and uh, look forward to catching up with you again here uh, very soon. Always good to visit with you guys. Have a great weekend. You got it. You're the best, Brian Taylor, right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. And, of course, Justin Thomas and Tiger Woods, our two guys, yeah. are sitting there at plus one, right at the cut. Right at the cut. Well, I guess even. Yeah. Both of them are sitting even. It's awesome. All right, Hans and Scotty, <laughs> take a quick break. Wrap this thing up next. Oh, oh, right here on the Zone Sports Network. Before you do that, though, I want to give away some free websites. Imagine a free website rebuild. Scott Brown's kind enough to hang out with us from Elite Works. Scotty, how you doing? Hey, Scotty. Hey, good. You guys are working hard, huh? Working late. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't really call this hard work. <laughs> Jeez, I appreciate- I'm not going to pass this around. I appreciate you saying that, Scotty. I appreciate you saying that we're working hard and working late. You're darn right we are. We'll take that. Yes, absolutely. People don't say that <laughs> about it. us often. So, um, Scotty just mentioned, uh, Scott, he just mentioned that free websites. I, I do know that we went through the 50 that you had offered. Yeah. But I, I, I talked to you a little bit earlier. Oh, we hit the 50? We hit the 50. Yeah. Are you willing to offer eight more for the Friday call-in? Hey, Hans, let's go crazy and bring back the blue light special from Kmart. How about 16 more, huh? <laughs> 16 more free website rebuilds. Are you going to let those go throughout the weekend, or is that all right now? 16 for, is it for Friday? Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do them through probably Tuesday. We'll have those sold for sure. But, yeah, just have them call in. I mean, come on. Everyone needs a website. Your website right now doesn't look good. I've seen it, right? All these people out there, get a fresh look. It's free. After that, it's 25 bucks a month. You can't beat it. 
So 844-523-2777. If you've got a website, if you currently have a website and you don't like the look of it, or you don't like the functionality, maybe you've got to add something, maybe you've got to add e-commerce or some type of um, a CRM, you want more relationship, you want to understand what your customers look like, what they're doing, you can do all of that through EliteWorks and you can get the rebuild for free by calling 844-523-2777. And Scott, you guys do new build as well, right? Absolutely. So if you have an idea or a product you want to sell, you want to sell something on Amazon or Walmart online, um, whatever it is that you have or a nonprofit, we'd be happy to, to build a website for you. It's the most inexpensive place you can go. It looks great. And, um, you know, it'll start making you some money. 844-523-2777. Get going with this website, man. Make it better. Make it more functional. Make it a bigger part of your business. They can help you do that for an affordable price. That's EliteWorks at EliteWorks.com. EliteWorks is a hosting platform like a Wix, but they're also a website builder with an architect. They do so much, and they're right here in Lehigh. Scotty, thank you. Hey, you bet, guys. Have a good one. You got it. EliteWorks. Go to EliteWorks.com. 844-523-2777. Did he say 16 free? He said 16. We, you wanted eight. He gave you 16. I love Scotty. I love Scotty. Scotty's oh, oh, he's a little bit too generous. Well, most it, of the time. it's like when you were, you know, probably lifting him up against a door in, in college saying, no, I need you to buy me two Whoppers, we're not gonna, just one. We're going to get three Whoppers out of you, aren't we? <laughs> Scotty and I were roommates, and um, he, this is the second website or the second software company that he's owned. And I'm telling you, Scotty, he's doing amazing things. EliteWorks is blowing up. That's awesome. So take advantage of these free sites because it's not going to be on there very long. You know, this is his company's three and a half years old. And eventually, you're not going to get free website rebuilds. No. 844-523-2777. Call them now. Get that rebuild for free. Hands and Scotty, final segment next, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Ninety-seven five, twelve eighty, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Thanks for making this part of your day. Hope you're all well. As uh, we're live here at the warehouse. And, uh, yeah, getting ready to uh, hopefully talk some more college football next week. Uh, big thanks to uh, Jay Hill who joined us. If you missed that conversation, it's up at the uh, up on the website at 1280thezone.com and available on all your podcasting platforms. Again, Just search Hans and Scotty. I don't know, maybe the big show will get that. I don't know. Depends on wherever uh, wherever that loads. Yeah, fake Kyle wants to put it. Uh, we apologize for all the sports we talked today. I know. We know it's a, a Friday evening. There weren't a lot of uh, shenanigans today. Not a lot of shenanigans. We were very serious. Uh, uh, and a lot of really good interviews. Yeah. You know, the Big Sky Commissioner, he didn't just talk about the Big Sky. He talked about a lot of different FCS and FBS commissioners and the decisions that they've got on their plate. That's a really good conversation to go back to listen to. Jay Hill's really good. Craig Bowlerjack talking about the game today, the big game that they've got tomorrow. His fist fight in college. His fist fight in college. That's worth the download itself. Craig Bowlerjack got in a pretty nasty fist fight and and put a man in a hospital for a while. Okay. No. no, no, no. no. 
<laughs> Bowler, you almost killed a man. You may want to lay low for a while. <laughs> Hit him with a trident. That, that was pretty brutal. So it's been a fun day, and we appreciate everybody tuning in and hanging out with us. Yeah, this sure. is sports radio, right? Yeah. I think talking sports is okay. Well, I don't know, Tom. Not this much sports. It's been a very heavy sports it's, day. It's been a pretty heavy show today. A lot of, a lot of stuff going on in the sports world, and uh, every it seems like every Friday, Hans and I, just you know, we'll we'll talk after the show. It's just like wow. Since you have gonna, lots of pies see next week? right here, how about we end this day at the warehouse with a couple of dining deals? I love it. I have a nice table to put the pies and the ribs on. You got it. I have a gemstone company that I can't say the name. Happens to be a green gemstone. Okay. Uh, one of the best companies in the industry. I have a dining table. The table, you saw the pictures oh, from yeah. the internet. The table is regular, $3,400 table only. It's got. It's a big table. goes to 108 inches. It's 100, or excuse me, 84 inches. Can't speak English. 84 inches with the butterfly folded into itself. If you open it up, pull out the butterfly leaf, it's 108 inches. Big table. Solid hardwood. Beautiful table. I'm going to do it for, with four chairs, $5.99. Wow. I have six of them. It has a brother, and it's a big 68-inch round. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beautiful table. It's regular, 2600 bucks. The price on the Internet sale price is $1,700. I'll do it. Table, four chairs, $599. How's that even possible? Uh, you drive to Orem, 86 East, <laughs> walk through the doors of the old Toys R Us, have Clayton or Vidal or Mike or Jay show you the table tomorrow or tonight till 7, $599. Cheers. We'll deliver it for 50 bucks, Best price in town. Not only that, but don't forget our adjustable beds. Anybody who comes in, we will deliver for f- and set up 50 bucks. Our competitors were 175 to 250 for delivery and setup. They take um, an inexperienced crew two hours to set up an adjustable bed. That's not free. And that's labor. And that's a heavy bed. Some of them weigh like 280 pounds per side. 50 bucks delivered, set up, and we have the Queen adjustable bed with gel infused mattress, only $5.99. It's the best deal we've ever had on adjustable beds here at the warehouse. Take advantage of it right now. It's just crazy. Get in here. You know, Scotty, I know when you were first married, how big was a place like this where you could come oh, in and yeah. get high quality furniture? We're talking about stuff that'll last a lifetime. And you can get it for an insane price. As a, as a newly married couple, you're going to get the best price on a new queen. Don't, by the way, a suggestion, don't buy beds at the DI. You pick up something you don't want. I didn't say that. Huh? I said I it. didn't say that. No, I said it. Cause I they don't that. sell used mattresses anymore. I've, I've made the mistake of buying yeah, a used mattress. Yeah, but in 1998, <laughs> they did. I can't remember if I bought it off somebody or... Or where so I got those it. tickles on the back in the middle of the night was not cuddling. It no, was bed man. bugs. That's not your dog. Ooh, did <laughs> like, we get a dog? Is, those aren't two pillows. <laughs> we were talking sports. Talking sports is better than talking bed bugs. Yeah, uh, no doubt. That's very true. Tom. Tom, you're the best, man. We appreciate it. More of the big show next. 97.5, 1280 the zone.